Welcome to another podcast of the Apologist Bookshelf. I'm Gary Zacharias. This is the second podcast of two in which I wanted to look at books that I've read this past year. Uh, I'm doing this podcast as 2023 begins to wind down. And I thought maybe some of the books that I liked, you might think about asking for yourself as a gift for Christmas or giving to somebody else that might be interested. So like I said, this is the second one. Uh, I did three books for the first one, and here are four more that I thought were really good books this year. The first one is um, not a new book, but it's been updated. It's called Correct, Not Politically Correct, Frank Turek. By the way, Frank has a wonderful uh, YouTube presence. He's uh, He does so many things. He's got a radio show, and he goes around and speaks on college campuses, which strikes me as uh, very, uh, very tough to do, and uh, he's uh, fearless. He does a good job and uh, a wonderful person. We had him speak uh, some time ago to our church via Zoom connection, and Frank did a great job there as well. So this is uh, correct, not politically correct, third expanded third edition. So the first edition, what he did was, uh, let me get to the part where he kind of lays out what he's been up to here. So he said uh, the first section of this book was published in 08, and that dealt with same-sex marriage and some of the problems with that. Uh, Frank says, by the way, he ended up getting fired from some Fortune 500 companies. And he said, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I laugh, this is just part of the irony of life these days. He said, I've learned that people that fight for inclusion, tolerance, and diversity will exclude and not tolerate you for holding a diverse view, no matter how reasonable or nice you are about it. Yeah, that's really sad. So the first section is dealing with same-sex marriage. And, of course, that's kind of in the rearview mirror now for a lot of people since it's it's part of our society, but it still doesn't make it right and it still doesn't make it work well. So that's the first section of this book. The second section deals with uh, things that came about with that Supreme Court case which mandated same-sex marriage. So he still is talking about same-sex marriage and what it does to kids and society. He said it's going to take some time, but we're going to start seeing some some things like people losing jobs and being fined for their religious and moral beliefs. And uh, he tells how he lost his job and uh, why genderless marriage is a really long-term problem. And we're going to start seeing the fallout from that. Okay, well, like I said, some people are going to say, all right, but that's uh, old news. All right, maybe uh, up to you. But the third section was published just this year, 2023, and it addresses, are you ready, transgenderism. And uh, he, he talks about why the arguments for gender transitioning don't work. And so that's powerful. I mean, we need to hear that. And I think the news is getting better and better. People initially jumped on this whole transgender issue and seemed to say, wow, that's the way to go. And the enthusiasm and having guys involved in sports of women's sports and dressing where they're dressing and things like that. And that was great. And then you get kids, you transition the kids, get them on puberty blockers and have them have surgeries right away and change their genders and et cetera, et cetera. Boy, that was going to be a brave new world. And now we're actually finding places like England are pulling back on that. They're saying, wait a minute, especially on kids, transitioning kids. And in this country, some voices are being raised. And I'm hoping people are starting to say, this is not good. We're, we're taking people's ideas in their heads and saying that that 
is better than the reality that's around them, in, in this case, their physical uh, body. So I think that's, uh, that's good news. Uh, I saw some statistics saying people do not support men being involved in women's sports. So I think things are heading the right way. But I love what Frank has done in that section there. And I especially like what he says toward the end of the uh, intro, which I, I think is so powerful for all of us. He said, even if you think the chances of some kind of political victory are remote, and I would say, yeah, Frank, you're right. He said, that shouldn't d- diminish our commitment. If we're Christians, and if we're concerned about kids, and if we're concerned about the health of our nation, we have to be faithful. So I think that's powerful. We need to be faithful. And his book gives us a lot of support, a lot of things to talk about. So I've covered this book in a podcast, and I'll come back to it again. But I think especially the part where he discusses the transgender movement is uh, so good. And in the back of it, he's got uh, answering objections, kind of a short outline form for that. He's got uh, summaries of all of his points. This is so good. You can take just bits and pieces of it and inject that in conversations or when you're involved online with somebody. So it's called Correct, Not Politically Correct. Okay, so that's one book I think is good. Here's a second book. It's called Who Will Rule the Coming Gods by Wallace Henley. Who Will Rule the Coming Gods? And uh, the key thing here is artificial intelligence. And his point is, are we going to let our artificial intelligence eclipse the true God? He's got such a powerful section here on the transcendence, which means what do we see as ultimate authority? What do we see as the ultimate reality of life? Well, as Christians, as uh, other people of faith would say, there's something beyond this material world. There's uh, Our worldview says there is a supernatural aspect and there's the natural world. And we need to realize that all of our actions, the way we treat each other, all these things are based on our belief that there is a God, that he's spoken, that he created us for a particular purpose. Now, he contrasts that with What's going on today? People have turned their back on this idea of transcendence. And what are they saying? This is it. This is all we've got, this world right here. And so they get all fired up in ways to make this world a better place. And their idea of better, of course, does not take into account people made in the image of God. It's how can we manipulate? And so you get you get people of Silicon Valley, for instance, and he has a section here that I think is just really powerful where he says, what's their worldview? What do they value? And their values are so different than the Judeo-Christian values. And as a result, when people start messing with artificial intelligence, what do they say? Garbage in, garbage out. Gigo, G-I-G-O. Whatever you put into these computers is your worldview. You can't help it. It's what you think is true and accurate and the way things ought to function. So he says we really shouldn't be worried as much about the artificial intelligence machines, we should be worried about the people programming them, the ones that are putting the information in. And then he has a section at the back of what we can do about it. So this is a groundbreaking book. I like it a lot. He talks about the impending moral and ethical choices we're going to have to make as believers in Christ. If we're going to hold the creators and AI accountable to the true God, otherwise we're spinning out of control and it's going to be big trouble ahead. So, good book. Who Will Rule the Coming Gods? He has a lot of quotations in there. He's done his homework. I like that book. Here's a third book 
Greg Coco came out with a new one called Street Smarts. Now, Greg is also the author of Tactics, A Story of Reality, um, Relativity. Um, he's, he's got so many good books. Uh, I love his uh, writing. This one is sort of a follow-on to Tactics, and it's subtitled Using Questions to Answer Christianity's Toughest Challenges. Do we have challenges today? Oh, you bet. Who else, who would be better than Greg Kokel to take these on? I have listened to his material for years. I've read his material. Um, I love the information he sends out on a bi-monthly basis. Uh, if you go to str.org, just take a look. He's got hundreds and hundreds of things you can download and listen to, or you can read lots and lots of good articles there. So he's willing to give away so much material. And it's all valuable. Uh, Greg is uh, clear. He's concise. He's uh, a careful thinker. And uh, he's uh, dealt with our apologetics class in our church on more than one occasion. Come there in person. And a wonderful individual. So anything he puts out and his organization, Stand to Reason, is top notch. So these are the kinds of things that Kokel covers in this book. Do you want to be a harvester or a gardener? What do you think your job's going to be? Now, I'm not going to explain all these things. Uh, I do that when I look at his chapters. But how questions keep you safe. Uh, your game plan. Uh, he talks about relativism, of course. Uh, that He's got to. That. He calls that the primal heresy. And then he says, here are the things that you're going to bump into. The existence of God. Why is there evil? What about Jesus? Is he really the savior of the world? Do we trust the Bible? What about science? What about abortion? Marriage and sex and gender? And so these are just hugely important issues that we're hearing from our society these days. So Coco's book, Street Smarts, and uh, forward by J. Warner Wallace, Jim Wallace, some other people who really give a thumbs up. Hillary Morgan Ferrer, she does the Mama Bear Apologetics. I mentioned that book in my last podcast. Alyssa Childers, Lee Strobel, Nancy Piercy, Frank Turek. Everybody thinks Kokel is doing an excellent job. So again, you can encounter him on YouTube uh, with his website, str.org. And uh, you ought to pick up this book and uh, share it with somebody. The fourth one that I wanted to talk about is not a new book, but I read it again because I realize how good it is, and I want to really soak in the material, and it's called The Reason for God, subtitled Belief in an Age of Skepticism. The author is Tim Keller, who not too long ago passed away, and uh, the Christian world lost an excellent thinker, but we appreciate the fact that his material is in written form. He has tons and tons of sermons that uh, I think, last I heard, is they're now being... Uh, available to everybody for free. So you can go to his uh, website. And I've forgotten what the website's called, so you may have to find that one for yourself. But uh, this is uh, Tim Keller's work. It's a bestseller. The book sold so well. It's amazing. Here, let me just share with you. The Library Journal, not exactly a Christian organization, has said, convincing, refreshing, and excellent conversation starter this book presents a valid, well-written, and well-researched argument. How about the Washington Post? Again, I love to quote people that don't agree with me because if they agree with my points, then I'm okay with that, right? Better to have your enemy on your side. 
So uh, the Washington Post says a tight, accessible case for reasoned religious belief. And that's the key thing there, reasoned religious belief. He's not... He's a head and a heart kind of guy, if I can put those two together, head and heart. He involves the intellect and the emotional as far as showing why Christianity is the reasonable way to go in life. So he deals with things like uh, the clues of God, the problem of sin, uh, the story of the resurrection, and oh, it's got so many good parts to it here. He does. Uh, he takes on the, the tough issues again, like Greg Kokel does. People say, well, there can't be just one true religion, so he deals with that. How could a good God allow suffering? Now, uh, Keller's also written a book about that. Here's the third one. Christianity is a straitjacket. Here's the fourth area. The church is responsible for so much injustice, so he wrestles with that. How can a loving God send people to hell? Oh, there's an issue, isn't there? Uh, who wants to talk about hell? How about science has disproved Christianity? And then his final area, you can't take the Bible literally, can you? So he gets into this information. He's got quotations from well-known thinkers. Uh, he's, he's such a great writer, and yet he's humble, he's simple, easy to read, and uh, just a joy to read. So there they are. They're the four for today. Correct, not politically correct. Who will rule the coming—let uh, me get that title right. Who will rule the coming gods? Street Smarts, and The Reason for God. So again, I'm, I'm kind of tying this into the previous podcast where I covered three other books. These would be excellent books that you might consider for uh, Christmas or, hey, put it on your birthday list, whatever. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll do another podcast really soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.